Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one bestseller, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of the medical merry-go-round? Are you looking for a potential solution to your health problem? Be sure and listen to our podcast, The Code Breaker. Welcome into the Monday night edition of the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Thank you, as always, for making the show a part of your day and thought we were going to be able to move on at least a little bit from this officiating controversy from the Ole Miss game. And here we are. Lane Kiffin got fined $25,000 from the SEC in the same press release where they admitted that what he said on Twitter was true. So we'll get into all that here coming up. But first, of course, I want to remind you that the podcast is brought to you by LBs just across from Kroger on University Avenue right there in Oxford. Go by and see Greg. Tell him we sent you the best place in Mississippi to get your meat. They have daily lunch specials as well, Monday through Friday, but they are open seven days a week. You've got uh, Ole Miss and Vanderbilt this weekend in Nashville. Uh, Let's take a look at the weather. I always give you the uh, Oxford weekend weather. Should be a beautiful day. Little cool. Little cool, 62 and sunny, but perfect day uh, to put on a jacket and get behind the grill. So again, LBs, go by, see Greg, and tell him that we sent you. All right, so I'm going to do this in chronological order. I I will start with what Kiffin said at his press conference today. Keith Carter released a statement, and then the SEC released a statement. So I'm going to go in that order and kind of lay this out for you. So, of course, after the game... Uh, the video of the obvious touch of the hand from the football that everybody with a set of eyes uh, can see that rolled into the end zone and was recovered by Tyler Knight before the whistle blew. Uh, So that ball should have been given to Ole Miss, or excuse me, a touchdown should have been awarded to Ole Miss if they would have reviewed it and gotten the call, call correct. They did not, as we learned on the broadcast and then later on that day, Uh, Lane Kiffin was told by the official on the field that the replay booth looked at it and didn't see anything. So that's why he didn't uh, call a timeout to give an extended look because he was told that uh, they looked at it and saw nothing. He retweeted, I think it was just one thing about uh, the SEC and, and officials and missing the call. And then today, here's what he said at his press conference. He said, quote, I really wish for our players, for our friends, that they could hear what I was just told. He spoke to somebody from the league office. I think they deserve to, but I asked. They made sure to tell me there's a policy that I can't tell you, the players or the fans, what their, if you want to call it, explanation for that situation and how TV copy and everybody in the country see it hit him. I asked the side judge, why aren't they replaying it? Do I need to challenge? He said they already looked at it. There's nothing there. I'm not allowed to say anything about the conversation, but I really wish for our fans and players, or I really wish that our fans and players could hear what I was told. He went on to say, I was about to take a five-minute power yoga class before I walked in here to say what I really wanted to. You know what I'd really like? I'd really like to say when if you guys ask me a question about managing a game or how I played players, just to say, that's a personal thing. I can't discuss it with you. I would really like to be able to answer those questions like that. Um, So that's what Kiffin said earlier today, and a couple of takeaways I have uh, from that. Uh, Number one, if the SEC was so afraid of what they told Lane Kiffin, I mean, I guess there's a policy in place, but that right there uh, kind of shows an inherent problem with this process. Uh, The fact that he can't even 
relay the explanation he got from the league office to his own team to tell him what went wrong there. Uh, there's something wrong with, with the, the system in place right now that a coach is basically muzzled, even though Kiffin decided to take to Twitter and unmuzzle himself, at least in part. The fact that he wasn't technically allowed to even tell his team what the league office said to him is a real problem. And that's just a shining example of what the issue is with the SEC. But more on that in a second. I think the biggest problem was, in my opinion, the lack of transparency. The fact that, well, this is the third week now. This has happened to Auburn. But um, like I said on Saturday, and I I guess I was wrong because the SEC did release a statement that I didn't think they were going to do anything about it. And even though the statement is ambiguous and it doesn't sound like they're really going to do anything about it besides fine Lane Kiffin, the problem is not getting a a call incorrect because that is going to happen. That's going to happen all the time. It is the management of these situations when one of those calls is gotten wrong. And here's a shining example of exactly what's wrong with that. We'll explain it to the coach, but he can't tell anybody what we said, and that just has to be the end of it. And if he speaks up, we'll fine him for doing just that. That's a real, real problem. But, you know, we talked about it Saturday just with exactly what went wrong there and things like that. So I'll move on to Keith Carter's statement and then what the SEC said. Keith Carter said this uh, at about 5 o'clock today. Release it on Twitter with a graphic and all that stuff that they do. He said, over the last three days, we've had multiple very direct conversations about the lack of review at the end of Saturday's football game with the SEC office including with Commissioner Sankey and Coordinator Officials John McDade. Understandably, we are very disappointed with the outcome, and there's no explanation that can erase the frustration of our players, coaches, staff, and fans. We hope our substantial discussions can improve how plays like this are officiated in the future. As a program, we are turning the page and look forward to seeing our team take the field at Vanderbilt this weekend. So that's that's good from Keith Carter. I don't expect him to say anything else or anything like that. Um, that's fine. He's saying all the right things there. Um, I, I think you should be glad as a fan listening to this that Keith Carter um, had hopefully some pretty heated discussion with uh, Greg Sankey and the coordinator, the coordinator of officials. I think that's it should be encouraging to hear that at least behind closed doors, which is where it should be done because as you've learned with Lane Kiffin, you will get fined that your athletic director was fighting for you. Now, there's not a whole lot they can do, and that's kind of the takeaway here is, I mean, what can Ole Miss do about this? Because the the game is over, it's been decided, what can they really do? And so I thought this was a nice statement from Keith Carter because the athletic director probably needs to be the adult in in the room. I know his coach got fined, um, but it seems like it's got unanimous support for whatever it's worth. Um, people think that the SEC is wrong in finding Lane Kiffin. Keith Carter had to be the adult in the room and, and release a statement quite like this. So that's that's fine. Uh, I'm okay with uh, Keith's statement. I imagine he knew what was coming. That's just my guess, uh, that he knew it was coming and released a statement to try to cool everything down. But if you look at Lane Kiffin's Twitter, it's probably already been taken away. He's, uh, he's not done um, just yet. 
So maybe there's another fine coming. I don't know. All right. So you got uh, Kiffin's tweets after the game and then his press conference earlier and then Keith Carter's statement. Now, here's what came from the SEC. All right. I'm going to read this thing in its entirety. I know reading is not not good for stuff like this, and you really should try to avoid it, uh, but I'm going to. All right. So uh, this is the SEC statement It's in its entirety on the, the replay that did not happen and Lane Kiffin's fine. On the kickoff return, this is the statement, on the kickoff return in the Auburn at Ole Miss football game at 543 in the fourth quarter, the SEC has determined the replay official should have stopped the game for further review of the play. In the football officiating replay process, every play is reviewed, but when appropriate, the game is stopped for further review. Because the play was not appropriately stopped for further review, the necessary slow motion view of the play was not viewed by the replay official to determine if the ruling on the field should have been reversed. The SEC office conducted review of the play and appropriately communicated its findings above to Ole Miss head football coach Lane Kiffin and other athletics department's personnel per conference protocol. However, Mr. Kiffin's use of social media Saturday following following the game to publicly criticize officiating is in violation of conference bylaws and commissioner's regulations that govern sportsmanship and communication with the conference office and officiating issues. Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin has been fined $25,000 for his use of social media Saturday after the game made in violation of SEC Bylaw 10-5 related to officiating in the Auburn Ole Miss football game of October 24. I can read the bylaw to you. Eh, I'll do it. Whatever. Here's the bylaw. Criticism of officials or the officiating program by institutional personnel is absolutely prohibited. Comments on officiating are to be directed only to the conference office. All reports of comments pertaining to officiating or game management responsibilities or concerning student-athletes, coaches, or officials shall be directed only to the conference office. Public comments related to officiating by officials, coaches, or institutional personnel are prohibited. And here's how they ended it. SEC bylaws are approved by the member institutions, and it's the responsibility of the conference office to uphold the bylaws of the conference. Should a member institution wish to change the conference bylaws, there's a process for which initiating that change. All right, I'm done. Whatever. Um, so, a friend of mine, Brennan Chapman, pointed out, I guess he, he did the counting, so I'll take his word for it if he's wrong. This statement had 123 words on the missed call and 230 words on Lane's retweet. Aaron Suttles, good guy, covers Alabama. Said Lane Kiffin, replay blew it. SEC, replay blew it. Also SEC, here's a $25,000 fine, Lane, for correctly pointing out that we blew it. By the way, Lane Kiffin retweeted that, so I imagine another fine is coming. He is not letting this go at all. But isn't it funny? (laughs) Um, If it wasn't so unsurprising, um, it would be funny. And... I guess you've got to give partial credit because I said Saturday, I think I've already said it here, that they weren't going to be transparent whatsoever. And in fact, um, they were, at least to some degree, they have said out loud that they blew the call. And that's something that I was asking for. I did it um, on the show earlier today. I did it on Twitter. They needed to come out with a statement and just admit they blew it. And they did that. So there is some degree, you guys might not agree with this one. Uh, there's some degree of credit that belongs to the SEC for at least publicly acknowledging their mistake. Some degree of credit is deserved on them for doing that. Because, like I said on Saturday, 
You've got the NFL that has officials that have to take questions from a pool reporter if they ask for it. In the NBA, they've got the two-minute report. I talked about that on Saturday. I looked at one earlier today uh, from a playoff game. From a playoff game, it was um, Celtics Heat last month. And in the final two minutes of the game, the NBA released a report acknowledging three missed calls with under two minutes to go in a playoff game. And it was good. It was nice. And that's something that I think should be done at every level. It's not difficult to be transparent. In the NBA's case, they even, I mean, had a link to a video showing exactly where they screwed the call up. That was really nice. And I did not think the SEC was going to do anything like that. So I know it's, and I'll get to the fine stuff in a second, but I think they do deserve some credit for that. Because I didn't expect it, honestly. And they didn't really, they didn't have to do it. But they chose to because everybody and their brother, um, with the exception of a few, I suppose, but everybody saw uh, what what you saw. I mean, it was all over college football. If Steve Robertson and Brandon Walker can admit that Ole Miss got jobbed here, well, that's all you need to know. Because those guys, uh, you know, love them or hate them, um, they, they bleed Mississippi State. And even they have multiple times been like, hey, this is wrong. So if they're doing it, then everybody and their brother, and like I said on Saturday, my dogs and my one-year-old knew that that ball was touched and it should have been an old list touchdown. At least you got some semblance of transparency from the SEC. But there are problems that come with this. I don't think, and here's their dilemma, is I don't think that you can just let coaches do this. Because if, if you didn't find Kiffin here, that means next week a different coach would have done the same thing. And you really can't allow that to happen if you're a league. You really can't. Um, you guys might be surprised that I'm, that I'm saying this, but you can't. Um, you can't do this. However, it is pretty freaking rich that Lane Kiffin gets fined for pointing out something that they admitted. Uh, that... <laughs> That, that's so rich in all of this. Is, is All he did was say what, what they said. That's it. He, they agreed with him and still punished him for it. And, and that's a serious, serious problem. The whole way that they protect their officials is an issue because we know publicly how the league is punishing Lane Kiffin for just saying out loud what everybody else already admitted and what they admitted to, but... What's happening to the replay official? Anything? Is there any kind of punishment or reprimand or one-game suspension or increased training? Is there anything that's happening to the official? Excuse me. But is there anything happening to him? There very well might be. We just don't know. We don't know. That, in my opinion, is a real problem. And it's a college football-wide thing. It's not just the SEC. They do it everywhere. But why is it that after that game, for example, Ole Miss players had to talk to the media? Quarterbacks, after they throw a game-losing interception, have to sit in front of 20 people and get asked, how are you feeling right now? What did you see on that play? Why did you throw that interception? Does it hurt? How does it feel? And they have to answer to their mistake. The coaches have to do it. Sit in front of cameras and everybody. Coach, what went wrong? Why did you run that play here? Why did you put that guy in the game? Why did you make that decision? Why didn't you call a timeout? 
Lane Kiffin had to do it after that game. Now, a lot of the focus was on the call, but I mean, Lane Kiffin's had to talk about not using timeouts, game management, stuff like that after that game. Going, uh, using that, not using, calling that fake field goal attempt. He had to answer all those questions after he screwed up in the game. The only person that doesn't have to talk to anybody is the official. Why? Why are they so protected? Why are they so protected? If if you're going to find Lane Kiffin, which, believe it or not, again, I think it's the right move because you can't, you can't let this happen, but you have to do more on your end. It's a give and take. But this is something that goes on and on and on and on and on. Oh, gosh, Lane Kiffin just tweeted... <laughs> I'm sorry, I've seen this in real time. Lane Kiffin tweeted a video of a guy paying a $3,000 bill using a, a wheelbarrow of pennies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I hope he does it. You know what the SEC should do, honestly, since this is a, a, a bogus fine for a bogus thing? They should donate his fine somewhere, St. Jude. That's what they should do with this. Instead of just pocketing it, pocketing it to not pay officials better salary for more training and stuff like that. Uh, no, they should donate this. Uh, that's happened before. The NFL's done it before. Where it, they had to fine a player for something and they decided to uh, use that fine and donate it to charity. I would love to see that happen. Maybe uh, that would be a nice um, that would be a nice thing. But of course they won't do anything like that. This is the problem, though. This is what everybody's so frustrated about. I, I've seen it on social media. I saw it uh, from listeners that texted into the show. Even if it's not true, and I don't believe that it is, I, I truly, honestly don't believe that the SEC is biased against Ole Miss. I don't think they worry about Ole Miss that much. But it's little things like this that allow people to have questions And they could truly eliminate the questions by just taking an additional step. You know what I mean? And the the fault is with the replay official, not any of the guys on the field. None of them. The replay official should have done this differently, and he should be reprimanded or or even terminated if they want to go that far. Something should happen to him, but we'll never know what it is because they've got to keep that in secret. But they could just eliminate steps by not having on-field officials that have ties to the university of the game they're calling. It's little things like that. That if they just took the additional step, you wouldn't have the people that think the things they do today. Because I got it all up in my Twitter mentions and we got texts into the radio show today. People think that the SEC is out to get Ole Miss. That's what they think. I don't think that's true. I don't think they're out to get Ole Miss. I I really don't. But if you're going to assign officials to games, maybe you should make sure they're not from the backyard of one of the schools with ties to that school, even though it wasn't even his fault. If they did things like that a little bit better, maybe people wouldn't assume that the SEC is against them. And I know a lot of you listening think that that, that the SEC is against Ole Miss. I think... The more likely answer is incompetence. I think that's the more likely answer. My coworker Brian Haydad says they're not corrupt, they're just incompetent. And that's probably, Occam's Razor tells you, that is the more likely answer here. 
that it's it's just incompetence. But they could do themselves a big favor in eliminating the calls for bias. If they were more transparent, if they had officials that had no ties to the school in which the game they're calling. And I can't believe that is a thing that happens. Pull your officials from a national pool instead of a local one. Find a way to make them full-time employees. You make enough money. Something has to be done here. Because most people out there don't think anything's being done. And this statement today doesn't say anything. All it says is, oh, the, the game should have been stopped and it should have been an Ole Miss touchdown. But they say more about the coach criticizing them for not getting that right. They could just get out of their own way because nobody expects perfection. You don't get it in the NFL. And those people, for the most part, are much better paid, highly paid, highly trained officials. Not all of them are full-time people. A few of them are, but not all of them. But they do have to answer questions. League's more a little bit more transparent with it. The NBA is great at it. Extremely transparent with their officiating. What is stopping you, the SEC, from doing this? What is stopping you from eliminating the questions? And that answers nothing. I mean, nothing's stopping them from doing it, but they choose not to for whatever reason. And, I mean, you can talk down to fans having this reaction all you, all you want to. Um, but... They, I mean, give them a reason why they shouldn't think this, other than, oh, just trust them, they're trying. Give them a reason, because this happens on a weekly basis. And yet, here we are again in 2020, after the third time this season, Auburn was a game-changing benefactor of an egregious officiating mistake, and they find the coach and spend more time talking about the coach. They... And maybe they just don't care, and they probably don't. There are humans involved in this. Like I said, you're not looking for perfection, because you're never going to achieve it. But protecting those who make the mistake to this level, um, hiding behind fines, is just... I, I get it. Again, I get it. I know why they find them. They, they kind of had to, but more should be done in the open about bad mistakes like this. And everybody would shut up if you did that, but they don't. It doesn't change anything. The two-minute report in the NBA doesn't change the outcome of any game, but like I told you guys on Saturday, my team that I love was on the wrong end of a bad call in a really important game earlier this season. And at least the next day, the NBA, very wide open, very wide open with examples and everything, said, are bad. It was public. It was open. It was... It kind of felt good as a fan. At least they admitted it, you know? And here, it just... It seems like they're tiptoeing around an issue and covering up the decisions of an adult that should have to answer for it. Lane Kiffin and Gus Malzahn have to answer for the things they do on the field. 18-year-old kids have to answer for what they do on the field. Why does a grown man not have to? You know, it, it's like, uh, what was his name? Jim Joyce? Who, who robbed a perfect game away from Andres Galarraga? 
I'm going to Google this as we're... Uh, yeah, it was Jim Joyce. And he had a press conference where, where he's crying. He, he's saying that he cost the kid a perfect game. Right, at, right after the game. He, he's in tears. Saying, I just cost the kid a perfect game. And Galarraga handled it well after that. They, they made up um, for it. They collaborated on a book together. That moment, hearing from Jim Joyce after that game, it doesn't make it okay. He should have never called that player safe, especially in that moment. You kind of got to give it to him, but he, he wasn't safe. But he called it, but after the game, he sat in front of the microphone like a man and owned it. And now, everybody got to see that, hey, he was human. And he just screwed up. And everything got to push forward in a a positive, forward, um, progressive way. Instead here, I mean, you should see some of the things that are being said about the SEC here. From, From people that have no skin in this game whatsoever. Media people. I mean, all over. Arkansas fans, of course. But all of the responses in this are are furious. All they had to do was be more open about it, and they didn't. And I guess that's how it's going to work. I don't think it's a conspiracy. I don't think the SEC is out to get Ole Miss, per se, but um, they don't help their own cause by the way they handle stuff like this. And they're complicit in its failure by being so closed off about it. I, like I said before, I think they deserve at least a tiny bit of credit for publicly admitting their mistake, but the way they've gone about it is still not good enough, and it shouldn't be, and nobody should accept this. Because this isn't acceptable. Nothing about this is acceptable, and yet Lane Kiffin has to pay for it. It's a shame. It's a shame. It, and it'd be different if this was like the only time we had an example like this this year. But, I mean, two weeks ago, Arkansas got a win stolen from them. And then they were told that, oh, it was right, no big deal. Kentucky had a touchdown running back. Half of his body was across the goal line, and they even reviewed it and didn't get the call correct. And then I think Terry Wilson threw a pick six on the next play or two plays later, and look at what happened. This is a problem. And publicly, they're not doing enough about it. And so people are going to keep crying conspiracy because what have you done to prove them wrong? I get it. And I'm not going to talk down to you guys for for thinking that they're out to get you because look at this. How can anybody be okay with this and think that what the SEC is doing is fine, that this is okay? It's not. It's unacceptable. And you find the coach for just telling the truth. Ben Garrett has a headline here. Lane Kiffin fired 25K from the SEC for truth-telling. He's exactly right. So, I will move on from this on Wednesday's show, I promise. Um, I was I was going to do that tonight, actually. Talk about some other things. Look at Vanderbilt. Uh, there's talk, rumors circulating about uh, the hoop schedule. That should be coming out here pretty soon. 
Um, I was going to do some other things tonight, but then Lane Kiffin got fined, and hell, he might get another one too with uh, the way he's acting on Twitter. I feel like he's got enough money. Uh, hopefully his financial advisor is uh, is good enough. <laughs> he's got a lot saved up somewhere. Uh, maybe some investments down in Boca or something. Um, anyway, so I'm looking forward to moving on, uh, moving forward from this, because there's really not a whole lot anybody can do about this. I think Keith Carter's statement was a good one. Uh, you hope that behind the scenes he was really letting him have it, and uh, I'm sure he was. Uh, Lane Kiffin's being funny on Twitter, and this is what you get when you hire him, and he's exactly right, and I, I'm I'm loving how he's he's handling this because, to me, it's funny, and he's sticking up for his guys. I mean, he just got fined 25K. He got fined 25K, and what he's doing is um, sticking up for his guys, no matter what it costs him. So if I was a player on this team... I would um, I would feel good about my coach, willing to literally it, let it cost him. Um, but that's just me. So, anyway, um, hope what I said made sense. Uh, just kind of flying on a whim here with the, the fine announcement and stuff like that. Thank you, as always, uh, for uh, listening. And uh, glad you're with me. Follow me on Twitter, at Michael Borky. Always glad that you are... Um, that you're with me, and uh, I will talk to you again uh, on Wednesday. So have a good week, of course. Um, hopefully we'll have Ben, Ben Mintz on again here soon. Uh, we've been playing phone tag today, so he's pro- he's a busy guy now, you know, doing the whole barstool thing. So hopefully I'll have him on this week. We'll talk a little Vanderbilt, and uh really good spot on the schedule to get Vanderbilt for Ole Miss. They, uh, they're significantly better than the Commodores, and now they've got a little bit of a distraction this week with uh, all this stuff. Uh, so a welcome sight. And by the way, I think I told you Saturday that... No, I, I said it on the Sunday radio show, actually. My bad. Um, so I didn't say it here. There was concern about Vanderbilt being available, having enough guys available for COVID. Derek May, or Because of COVID, Derek Mason said today that if they had to play the game today, they have enough guys and they're going to do it. So knock on wood, they have... Uh, good tests here over the next couple of days. Ole Miss had a couple of guys that are off of the COVID list this week, uh, both of whom are on defense, and you'll see them uh, on Saturday as long as uh, everything checks out there. So that's good. So we'll talk about that more as the week goes on. I just had to uh, to get that off my chest tonight. I think the SEC could do themselves a favor by being more thorough and transparent with how they handle this. Nobody's perfect. These guys are human. I understand that. Humans make mistakes all the time. All people are asking for is a little bit more uh, transparency and a better process. That's all. Nothing more. All right. Have a good week, everybody. I'll talk to you again on Wednesday. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.